Welcome to the Blockchain Marketing Podcast, your go-to resource for tried and true crypto marketing strategies. As passionate marketers and communication specialists in the space, Simon Moser and Jonathan King of Polygrowth PR bring you the latest trends and techniques that are working right now for their agency's clients and share exclusive insights from special guests who are successful innovators in the industry. So grab your notepad and set your stop losses because you won't want to miss what's next. Here are your hosts, Simon Moser and Jonathan King. Excited about this episode today. Um, really thinking that that people are going to be able to walk away with some great tips on 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 what we're going to do. So um, I'd love if you were if you want to introduce the topic. And I know this is something that we are passionate about at the at the agency. And so I uh, really can't wait to share this. Absolutely. So guys, today we're going to talk about how uh, crypto companies, blockchain companies and everything in between can do effective PR and media relations in a bear market. So in, that's essentially what we're currently in right now, Jonathan, right? Yeah, absolutely. And what, what I'm excited about is that this, uh, this episode specifically can, can be used outside of a, uh, of, of crypto and blockchain as well. So even if someone doesn't have or you know, a business or, or is not in the industry, some of these tips and, and this advice can be applied to traditional businesses, web two companies, uh, as well. So man, let's jump straight into it. Um, Let's talk a little bit about, you know, it, it, the bear market in general. Like we we've been through this a couple of times, especially uh, as a PR agency. And so we've been able to, to advise and, and work with a lot of different um, companies and clients and it really helped them navigate what they are going through in a bear market. And I, and I know for a lot of blockchain and crypto specific companies, this may be their first uh, bear market. And it's scary, man. It is, it's, it's, it's really, really frightening, uh, because one day you wake up and, and things have changed, but Simon, tell us a little bit about your experience, um, with bear markets and also just helping, helping companies navigate this. Of course. Yeah. So this is, uh, I think now the second bear market since we started, uh, our PR agency. So we've seen quite a few project uh, during that uh, really critical time uh, in the market and also for many companies. And I think there are a lot of different approaches that companies use to to tackle the bear market. Some of them, uh, let's say how it is, they just stop doing anything at all. They, they shut down their entire communications. Many of them uh, don't even exist after the bear market anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there are other projects which are also doing really well and which uh, really expand their position in the market and they come out very strongly after uh, prices have gone up again or, or after there's more momentum uh, in the market and more investment is pouring in. Absolutely, man. And and I, w- I want to touch on something that you said that that's extremely important for, for, for the audience to take note of. There's a lot of projects that that decide to stop doing uh, any sort of communication with the audience. They stop putting out pieces on on what they're building um, and they they just stop. 
And obviously, uh, we've seen just based on experience, we've seen that that is not the the way to do this. Um, and so, you know, there's a lot of, of fear uh, driven decision making that happens during bear markets and, and people are trying to 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 save their working capital and uh, whatever money they have, you know, uh, that they may have made in the bull market or something. And so the challenge is to not be afraid of still investing in yourself and investing in the company. And, um, and that's what we've seen when people do invest and continue to share their stories and, and find creative ways, uh, to, to engage with not only the media, but their audience, they often win because as the space gets more quiet, uh, we we see the the real giants begin to 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 find their voice and and lead uh, lead the space while everybody else seems to 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 try to you know save money or or run or, or hide. Uh, so it's it's a very interesting thing. But what do you suggest would be some of the first steps? Uh, understanding like, hey, it's a bear market. There's nothing to be afraid of. You can still market. You can still do PR. Um, but what do you? What What are some of those first tips you would give, Simon? I think there are quite a few good tips that uh, PR managers and also the executives of the company should consider. Um, we've seen those at the companies that we work with directly, but also we've observed that with many other um, companies that we haven't worked with, but they're doing really great. And I think. As we already discussed, the first lesson is really don't just stop the communication altogether. Um, for most companies, yes, you should reduce your spending on PR. I don't think it makes sense to to go all out and, and push out release after release every month um, and, and just invest a ton of money into that. But also, um, if you just stop doing anything, uh, it leaves a very bad impression and people quickly start uh, losing interest in your company. So I think what's really critical is that you um, reduce the spending on any smaller insignificant releases. And in crypto, this is quite common in the bull market, at least that companies are pushing out any kind of news that they can potentially uh, present to the media. So even smaller things that aren't really that interesting, they just want to keep themselves in the loop and, and in the news. And that's why they're doing that. But in a bear market, um, a lot of these uh, traditional crypto investors and crypto users are gone or are not that interested in crypto anymore right now. So what they're doing is they, they stop reading Cointelegraph, Coindesk, unless it's a, it's a really good, really interesting story. Um, so the lesson here is to really concentrate on major events. If you have any big news coming out, any real partnerships that have tangible benefits for your project and, and maybe for the investors, then that's when you should really go all out and um, use all the spending that you save uh, on the smaller releases and push that into uh, one big release to make sure it really reaches everyone who's still in this market. And um, I would say another big benefit of that is since there's a lot less uh, other companies doing news right now, um, if you have a big news, it will be very, um, or let's say it will be much easier to convince journalists from, from big media to cover your story, and it could have a much bigger effect 
than if you would release that same news uh, in a bull market. Absolutely. And man, that that kind of that, that that strategy not only works in in PR, but it crosses over into into any paid marketing that people are doing as well. Exactly. And and if if you run a company during a bull and you run a company during a, a bear, you'll see uh, the, the discounts you can get on uh, <laughs> on these services that just eight or ten months ago were probably five times the amount. So because there's so much demand during a bull market, these companies can charge anything. Uh, they they often don't deliver um exactly what, what what is sold but because there's so much attention there's so many people uh, and there's so many projects that have capital they can charge whatever they want so now if you're going to roll out um any sort of marketing strategy or or uh, any marketing campaigns you're going to be able to really save on uh on what you spend and so you know, thinking about that in, in a number of different ways, we often have companies come to us that are looking for customer acquisition or, hey, we're, we're building our email list or, or we just want to grow our community. This is an incredible time to do that. And and Simon's already alluded to why that is. There's a lot less people in this space right now because there's not so much money flying around and, and uh, a little bit less hope of, of just getting rich overnight. But what you have is a higher quality of people. The people that are reading Cointelegraph and Bitcoin.com um, and, and the people that are keeping up with what's happening in the industry, they're, they're typically mm, either working in the space, they're influential in the space, uh, they have communities, or they're really passionate about the technology and the projects that they've uh, chosen to follow or, or invest in. And so being able to communicate and get your message in front of this higher quality group of people is is an advantage that you don't find during the bear uh, during the bull market. So I, I think that is one thing that that people should really pay attention to and why we see this this time as, as such a great opportunity. Absolutely. And, and if I may just add something to that, I think generally it's super important also to adjust what exactly you communicate um and and how you do it because in in a bull market you know everyone's very positive people love the projects they 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 see green numbers all the time they're all about uh i'm so glad to be part of this meme coin community and so on but in a bear market there's kind of an awakening and people realize that a lot of the projects in crypto um they don't actually have any tangible value uh, for them. So I think in a, in a bear market, it's really important um, to focus on showing what real value your project provides, um, something that people um, can imagine and something that can give them hope. I think that's something that can be very powerful uh, in a bear market too. That's right. And and even on top of that, it's it's not just uh, being able to to imagine it or or hope for for the outcome, uh, but it's also now these guys or some of these projects have been able to build some real world use cases, and they're telling some pretty cool stories with what they've spent the last four, five, six years building, 
and so now, you know, the, the, the investors or crypto enthusiasts actually have the opportunity to go and find projects uh, that have a real working product and, and uh, things that are deployed into, into the, into the world already. So that's, that's pretty cool as well. Exactly. Um, one of the things that, that you speak to clients about a lot and even clients reach out a lot, uh, about is, is thought leadership. So I know we've, we've talked a little bit about how there's less noise in in uh in the bear market but tell us a little bit about you know thought leadership and the opportunity there during this time yeah sure um so i think it's uh, the bear market is really the best time to position yourself your team your project as a thought leader um and and that's mainly because in a, in a bull market of course everyone seems to know Hey, this is the greatest next trend. Um, we have the Terra, we have uh, FTX, and a lot of uh, other big projects, which, which seemingly have solved everything and are so successful. But in the bear market, when when things change and and the tide show uh, goes out, um, we suddenly are left with a lot fewer people um, who are actually considered trustworthy and um, who are listened to and and and. and listen to for guidance and this can be a really good opportunity for yourself to to become one of those people because yeah the, since no one else is left to to provide the guidance and leadership um it's your time to to step up and and show your views and um try to to maybe secure a few interviews with media go on podcasts um do some pr that focuses more on ideas and and maybe solving challenges than it is about promoting uh, your product. And and that can leave you in a very strong position as well um, when the tide changes again. Absolutely. And man, that's that's so important because it's also not very difficult to do. You know, we, we've been able to help a lot of people get into positions of, of influence, uh, leveraging media and leveraging uh, just advice you know uh, as people can create their own content in-house and they have these teams that they're looking to leverage uh that content play is something that is still underestimated in in this space you know people uh, and and the rate at which we consume content uh in 2023 this is this is just a huge opportunity to to share, you know, about their project, to share about um, their vision for 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 the industry, and not only what they're building, but it's just a huge opportunity to be able to engage with and build uh, a deeper connection with the audience that you have, or the audience that you you wish to grow. And then um, I often talk about how you can leverage that when when the bull market comes. Those are going to be the guys that go all in on your project. Those are going to be the guys that are posting five, ten times a day. They're talking with their friends. Uh, Alex Becker often talks about Cardano community. Uh, you know, they go home for for holidays and borrow money from their grandmothers. But uh, but that's what you want. I mean, you want these diehard fans 
to be talking about your project. And this is the time to start to build those relationships. You actually can 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 have an intimate connection with uh, with the audience that that isn't isn't possible during during a bull market. There's a lot of things that'll require the attention of, of uh, people in leadership positions. And, and so now it's like it's it's a great time to be able to 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 be able to put that content out and position yourself as a thought leader. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Um, but let's maybe also discuss a few more uh, strategies that, that people uh, can use to, to do effective PR and media relations. Um, and I think something that's that's kind of obvious, but that still I don't see a lot of people uh, doing these days is to really um, focus and ramp up your in-house content production. Mm -hmm. So that means uh, posting regularly on your media blog, uh, using a YouTube channel to, to do video content, having a podcast, doing more social media content, having community events and so on. And I think the bear market is really the best time to, to really focus on that and show how your project is progressing. Make sure that no one can say, hey, this project has stopped doing anything. I'm not going to follow it anymore. There's no hope. So I think it's really important um, that anyone who is still interested, any any community member, is aware of what's been building behind the scenes and, and what's going on and, and what kind of team members are joining. Is the project still growing? So whatever you have that you can show, I would put out as much as possible in, in front out of the open. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, we, we've seen that not only in, in this space, but if you look at a lot of the content that, that is on Instagram or YouTube, there's a ton of stuff that that people are doing, you know, time lapses. As, as, as humans, I think we... We appreciate the end result uh, of of the effort, but people are starting to realize like, hey, the real value is in the work. The real value is in the effort. And so being able to put that into some sort of visualization, uh, people love it. You know, uh, Jacob watches with, with those exclusive watches, the Godfather watch, the Bugatti watch. People didn't know how to place a value on that. They would see a watch and it's 300,000, 200,000. And then you go and look at the time-lapse videos and they explain how long it took to make this one watch. And then you're able to value it uh, differently. And so the same opportunity is available for, for these companies. And, and um, I'll give you guys a, a, a secret. If you notice and you're listening to this podcast, this is exactly the same thing that we're doing. We're not only giving the, the, the same advice and suggesting these things, but this is exactly what we're doing in the bear market as well, is being able to put out more content, positioning ourselves as thought leaders, and looking forward to being able to share uh, this sort of information over the next couple of years and help companies um, you know, do, do do a better job of marketing themselves and growing it and being a, a permanent part of, of the industry. So it's, um, it's very cool. It is very cool. Yes. And, and also I would, I would argue it's never been easier to do that as well and, and more cost efficient because we now have tools like uh, ChatGPT, which 
practically enable you to take one piece of content like a blog post and automatically have it developed into a script for a YouTube video, for podcast, for social media content pieces, even for a speech at a conference. Um, and yes, of course, if you use JetGPT, it's not going to be 10 out of 10 content. Um, but the, the trick is to just use a piece of content that is already fine-tuned and that is exactly what you want to say. And then you can uh, simply revise um, whatever JetGPT uh, makes out of this and make sure it still fits with the original piece. Um, and you're practically guaranteed to cut the time uh, and, and or costs to produce these content pieces by, I would say, like 95%. So this is a really, really good opportunity uh, in 2023 uh, to, to boost your content production without actually increasing your costs. And that's something that's never been able to, that people were never able to do until now. Man, that's, that, that's incredible as well. And I know we've got planned an entire episode uh, about that, not only just the chat GPT, but the, the, the other tools that are available that are really, you know, kind of, kind of helping people leverage, uh, their resources in, in the best way possible at the moment. So, uh, that is definitely one tool that we want to go into to detail on. I know you've spent a lot of time, uh, playing around with that. And, you know, even my, my brother has, has thought about starting an, an agency leveraging the tool, uh, somehow. So people are really getting excited about that as well. But man, this is, this is great. I think what, you know, we, we really wanted to have this conversation with our audience and, and bring up some of these topics and ideas. And so, uh, as always, we want to open it up to, to any questions you guys may have, feel free to shoot us a message, contact us on social media, uh, on the website, however you want to get in touch with us and we'll, we'll look forward to, to, you know, even expanding on some of these, jumping on a call and helping you guys out. But I think this was a great episode and I, I really would love to hear some feedback from the audience of, of you guys implementing some of these, these strategies. So if you need anything, uh, we're always here and you can feel free to reach out to us. We hope you enjoyed another episode of the blockchain marketing podcast. Make sure you subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform and let us know what you want to learn about next by leaving us a review. And if you need marketing strategies and guaranteed PR to generate leads for your Web 2 or Web 3 company, reach out to us at polygrowth.io. Join us next time for the Blockchain Marketing Podcast.